Welcome to On The Journey Conversations. I'm your host, Sandy Wisdom Martin. Today's episode is brought to you by the Christian Women's Leadership Center of Women's Missionary Union. We're going to visit one of WMU's Compassion Ministries, a Christian Women's Job Corps site in Lindell, Texas. You will hear us referring to it at times as CWJC. Christian Women's Job Corps and Christian Men's Job Corps equip women and men in a Christian context for life and employment. Through nearly 200 registered and certified sites across the nation, thousands of men and women each year gain hope for the future. Lives are impacted in this ministry by offering high school equivalency diploma preparation, English as a second language classes, computer classes, Bible study, mentoring, and teaching job readiness skills and more. I loved my interview with Mitzi Patton. I think you will too. Mitzi, welcome to the podcast. I'm delighted that you would join us today. I am honored to be included on this podcast. So Mitzi, you're a site coordinator for Christian Women's Job Corps. For those that are listening, sometimes we might say CWJC, but that means Christian Women's Job Corps. How did you get to be a site coordinator? It all started when my husband and I moved here three years ago, and I met a friend in our community that had volunteered with CWJC. She was actually one of the computer teachers. I had a 12 and a half year run with a major retail chain, and she said, you need to come and see this program. And so the first time that I went, it was to an outing so that I could meet the ladies there. And they asked me if I would like to come and do mock interviews for them representing a retail store. I did that and I was hooked. And then it became my passion. So in the fall of 2018, I was asked to help teach the job skills and life skills classes. I did that. I loved it. And then in 2019, our site coordinator retired about midway through the semester. So I stepped in to fill those shoes, which means it's basically running the business of the business. And then last summer, our executive director had to resign for family reasons. And so I stepped into the executive director role. So we are uh, a work in progress. Not God's not done with us yet. So it's an honor to be here as the executive director now. Well, tell me about this community that you moved to three years ago. Lindale, the community of Lindale is like no other community I've ever been around. When my husband and I moved here, we quickly found a church home. But one of the things that we noticed that's different about Lindale is that it really is, I know that a lot of people think about Texas being in the Bible Belt. In this community, we're in a Bible bubble. There are wonderful people here. Everybody's so genuine, so down to earth. We left to get away from the concrete jungle. And what we found was such a great tight-knit community. There's one high school. There's a couple of elementary schools. It's just a really great community. The churches here really bond together as a community. So even though we meet in the Methodist Church here in Lindale, they offer their buildings to be used for other facilities as well. So there's a We Care resale shop, and so we can donate goods here. They turn around and sell them, and when they make a profit, then it goes to support the community-wide food pantry. 
There's also Bethesda Medical, which is a little clinic that meets a couple of days a week, and they offer services to people who are uninsured or underinsured. So the community here really just bands together, and instead of each church having their own food pantry or resale shop, everything goes to the community. What a great support system already in place to meet the needs of your clients with CWJC. Absolutely. In fact, we have someone coming to represent the food pantry and tell them about their services. And then also we talk to the ladies about how to dress appropriately for an interview. And then the resale shop, We Care, is actually one of those uh, resale shops that will actually let the girls come and pick out a couple of interview outfits free of charge. That is fantastic. Well, tell me about your Christian Women's Job Corps. My Christian Women's Job Corps is awesome. I just see your face light up. Um, like I, love I said, it. It, it quickly became my passion. I love that God brought me through so many different jobs as I've been growing up that He used all of that to get me into this ministry. And it is a joy to see women come in at the beginning of our 12-week program, and they feel like they don't fit in. They look around and they see our staff or our volunteers, and they think that we have our lives all together. But we open our arms. There is no judgment here. We love everybody. We are to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And so when they come into the door for the very first time, they feel accepted already, loved already. And then you can just see them start to bond within a couple of weeks. They're bonding as friends and support for each other. And by the end of the 12 weeks, no woman walks out of here after 12 weeks and not be changed. Wow, that's wonderful. Tell me about some of those changed lives. We have a lady that came in a couple of years ago, and she came through our class in the fall of 2019. She was desperate. She had tried to commit suicide that summer. She felt alone. She had lost her job, and she basically had given up. She had no hope. We had a sign out in front of the church, a banner that we put up when we're enrolling Christian Women's Job Corps of Lindale with our phone number. And she picked up her phone and called that phone number. She was able to come and meet. She actually wanted to sign up as a volunteer because she had been in corporate America for quite some time. And then when she started meeting with some of our staff members, and we have a volunteer that does our Bible study, then they said, you know what, instead of volunteering, why don't you just come and be a part of our organization? And so she enrolled. After being in class for one week, she gave her life to the Lord. Now, she had grown up praying to Jesus, but she didn't know Him. The light came on. In an instant, she had hope. She went through the program. It was probably about eight or nine weeks, and then she was able to find a job. So we had a mentor that had been assigned to her, so she still did the Bible study and the mentor. So she was able to graduate our program, and she is still working 
the job that she got then wasn't her job, but she realized it and then went and got another job. And she told me, she said, Mitzi, this is the job that my daddy picked out just for me. She really just transformed right in front of our eyes. That is fantastic. Well, I know every day you don't get success stories like that. Mm -hmm. Tell me about something that's broken your heart about someone you've served. I think the biggest heartbreak for any of us that volunteer up here is to see some of the young ladies go through the program, really get their lives straightened out. They ask Jesus to come into their heart and they give him their hearts and their souls and they're seeking him. They get a job and then we find out a few months later, they've kind of fallen off. You know, they lost that vision. They lost their focus. And they also, you know, a lot of times we want to reach out to them and help them, but you can only do so much and they have to make that final decision. That's the biggest heartbreak for us. After that happened a few semesters ago, we met and thought it might be a good idea instead of a mentor walking with them for 12 weeks, what if we asked that mentor to walk with them for a year? So we ask our mentors here in the community to commit to these women for a year. So they meet them. In fact, we just had our Meet Your Mentor Day this past Sunday. Our Bible study leader is here, and she is the one that pairs up a mentor with the ladies after a couple of weeks when she kind of knows what the ladies need. And we ask for that commitment to last for a year. So she's not only going to meet with her on a weekly basis or at least touch base with her weekly for the 12-week program, but after this, we ask that they maybe even disciple them for another six months. We have one lady that was a mentor a couple of years ago, and she still faithfully gets in touch with her mentee that graduated a couple of years ago, and it's been two years. Mitzi, that's so encouraging because a lot of times it's the mentoring piece that we have the most trouble finding mentors for the clients for CWJC because people are petrified of becoming a mentor. What would you say to a woman to encourage her? This is going to be okay. God has equipped you. He will give you what you need. What, what would you say to a potential mentor? At CWJC Lindell, we're blessed. We have an angel. A lot of people call her Mama Rose. Her name is Rose Cade. She leads a community women's Bible study on Wednesday nights, and she's the one that gets our mentors. But I think what sets it apart is that she offers anybody, when we go out and speak at different churches in the community, she offers to train the mentors So if it's just a woman that's going to church and she wants to be involved and she wants to help somebody, would love to walk alongside of them, but doesn't know exactly what to do, Rose trains them. So she tells them what it's like to be a mentor. And so even this past Sunday, when we did our Meet the Mentor Sunday, she had those mentors come an hour before her students came so that she could train them, let them know what's expected. I think it's always a little bit intimidating when you step out into a role and you haven't been trained for that. 
Maybe you've never had a mentor. Maybe you don't know exactly what a mentor is. So if God calls you to do that, you have to have the faith to step out. It's that first step that's the hardest. But if you reach out, then there's going to be somebody that is going to train you and explain to you what walking alongside a student is going to be like and how that relationship can change not only the student, but that relationship will also be a blessing to the mentor. It absolutely will. What would you say to somebody listening that thinks, I would like to have a CWJC in my community, but I, I just don't have the courage to start one. What would you say to them? Our CWJC site is four years old. And the lady that was inspired to do something about it, she saw people at the food pantry picking up food on a regular basis. She goes to this church. And it was her desire to not only feed them, but help them learn how to go get a job, how to take them from poverty, get a job, bring in that paycheck, and provide for their family. She reached out to the church. And another neighboring town had a CWJC site. They had done a needs assessment that said, we need a community north of I-20 because there's so many surrounding communities that would benefit from a CWJC site. But Tyler's like 30 minutes, probably 40 or 45 minutes for some of these ladies to get to. So she reached out to the church and the church said, I've met a lady who's interested. And so they reached out to Becky Foote and she went, she started going to the Tyler area, CWJC. She went through classes with them to see what it was like. And then so with the help of another CWJC site and the church backing, CWJC Lindell was born. Well, I can tell this is your passion. How has your life changed because you've been involved in CWJC? Oh, well, don't be surprised if I start crying on this one. To be used of God, to help change lives. I don't change them. But when these women walk in that very first day, they look at us and they think that we have it all together. But every single one of us that's a mentor or that is on staff now has been broken, just like these women are. They feel hopeless or else they wouldn't be reaching out to us. And by the end of the semester, they realize that we all have a story. And I share with them how I went through a divorce after 36 years of marriage. And I had to say, God, who am I? Not just a mom and not a wife anymore, but who is this Mitzi? What do you want me to do? And he and I started a journey. My life verses became um, Psalms 40, verses 1 through 3, that said, The Lord patiently heard my cry. He reached out and picked me up out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on steady ground. He gave me a new song to sing. And if anyone will see what he has done, they 
can believe. So that's my mission. It became my mission to be all God wanted me to be. And through this program, I can turn around and share my story with somebody else who feels like they are broken and have no hope. It changed me because I look at people differently. I look at every woman thinking, what can I do to help her? It's not a Mitzi thing. It's all a God thing. And we never know how he's going to use us. But all I want is to let my light shine no matter where I go. Mitzi, you have a beautiful testimony. And we are all broken people. But we believe in the restoration of brokenness through hope in Christ. So thank you for what you're doing for the women of this community to point them toward hope in Christ. And thank you for being on the podcast with me today. It was such a pleasure. I I was wondering when you asked me about this, what am I going to have to say? But the Holy Spirit is going to speak to somebody who's interested, whether it's in a CWJC in their area, want to know more about a program, long for restoration, or just won't hope. Absolutely. Thank you, Mitzi. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of On the Journey Conversations. You heard how CWJC is transforming lives in Lindell, Texas. If you want to learn more about this incredible ministry, visit ChristianLeaderLearning.com and click on Compassion Ministries. There you will find a short course that gives an overview of CWJC-CMJC. Your Our Commitment will help you gain a better understanding of this amazing ministry. Maybe God wants you to start a CWJC in your area. Pray and seek His will. And WMU will come alongside and help you get started. See you next time.